Greetings, all. Welcome to Aquarian Diary. I'm your host, John Irving. It is May 8, 2023. Before I get started, I just want to mention that I recently had a discussion with Irish Granny Tarot, and I'll put a link to that in the episode description. Adding the caveat, of course, that it is Mercury retrograde. So hopefully it makes sense and will stand the test of time. But it was nice to catch up with her. It's been a while since we've talked, and it was a lot of fun. So thanks, Alan, for having me on your channel. Today I want to draw your attention to the fact that Jupiter will soon be moving into Taurus for roughly a year, commencing on May 16th. Jupiter's orbit is generally 12 years, so it spends about a year in each sign. It will be in Taurus from May 16th of 2023 until May 25th of 2024. All these times are based on Eastern Daylight Time here in North America. Before I get into Jupiter in Taurus, let's talk a little bit about where Jupiter is coming from. Jupiter has been in Aries essentially from May of 2022. Aries is cardinal fire. It is ruled by the planet Mars. And in astrology, Aries is associated with the first house, which is the house of self and self-identity. Aries can be bold and very independent. It can be very self-oriented, but that's not necessarily a negative thing always. There's a negative and positive expression to all of these energies. So it's good to have a strong sense of identity and to know who you are and to be able to draw lines or boundaries around yourself and others and to make decisions when you need to to act in your own highest interests. It's associated with courage, bravery, confidence, and being self-assertive, and, like I said, being very independent. On the slightly more negative side, it can come across being egocentric and strongly opinionated and not necessarily taking into account the feelings or opinions of others, or being insensitive, in other words, not necessarily deliberately. Mars can kind of steamroll or push through things without being very conscious of others. And it can also express as being combative or very fiery or argumentative under some circumstances. Jupiter, being the largest planet in our solar system, has a very expansive energy and generally under a strong Jupiter influence. The only real downside is too much of a good thing. It could be overconsumption, overexpansion. Overexpansion can be a problem if we go too far with something and then we later on down the road go through a period that is more restrictive. We can find that we have overextended ourselves. Or in the case of something like diet, we can eat too much or we can spend too much money or things like that. So as long as you're a little bit disciplined and realistic and grounded, there's generally not a downside to Jupiter transits. It can emphasize or exaggerate 
both the positive and negative aspects of what it comes in contact with. So again, it's very relative to your own personality and how mature you are, and of course your own natal chart, and how your Jupiter, or in the case of Jupiter and Aries, how your Mars is aspected. But for the most part, with Jupiter being known as the great benefic, or beneficial planet, it's mostly good. Jupiter is big picture. It's not the ground level view, it's the 10,000 foot view. It deals with our philosophy, our worldviews, our paradigms, how we understand and think about reality. It covers things like religion and philosophy and higher education and foreign lands and cultures. It is known as the guru or the teacher, and in its higher expression it's all about goodwill and wisdom. So while Jupiter was in Aries up until May 16th of this year, that energy of Aries, of being direct and even maybe confrontational or very opinionated or very self-determined or very independent, have been amplified. And I think if we look at a lot of what's been happening in the political and social spheres during the past year or so, we can see a lot of people have really come out in some cases, with very extreme opinions and belief systems that don't necessarily realistically take into account the actual needs of others. That would be one of the negative expressions of that energy. The opposite sign of Aries is Libra, and Libra is all about seeking peace and harmony and balance and being diplomatic. Aries is kind of like the opposite in some ways. So what's going to happen when Jupiter moves into Taurus? What does Taurus represent? Taurus is fixed Earth, whereas, like I said, Aries is cardinal fire. In society, or in mundane astrology, Taurus rules things like money and finance and property and real estate and items of luxury. The first house is ruled by Aries about the self. The second house, which Taurus rules, is about what possessions and material objects we collect to provide us with a sense of security and stability in the world. And traditionally, we've done that through wealth. And wealth was often associated with property, meaning things like real estate. Tourists, for example, generally doesn't like to pay rent. They like to own their own property. And just like with Aries, Taurus has a good side and a bad side. Some of the good things about Taurus are that it can be very steady and dependable and reliable. It's a very grounded reality. It's very much in the physical here and now. It likes nice things, generally. It appreciates nature and good food. The second house is very often associated with the harvest, what we reap and can acquire from our activities. It is the least likely of all the signs to enjoy the experience of change. It's often very habitual or attached to habits or being averse to trying new things. Because it's all about seeking permanence and stability, it can become materialistic and possessive where it identifies with its literal possessions. It can be a little bit conservative but mostly because it doesn't like change. It can be very stubborn, 
which is another manifestation of the desire not to change. And so it can have opinions and beliefs that stay the same for very long periods of time. It likes to control its own space or property, and it has very clear boundaries about what belongs to it versus others. So it's willing to share with others to a point, but there's a line between what is theirs and what is others. And there can be a tendency to not engage too much in abstract thinking. They are very practical and grounded. I mentioned that Taurus can be a bit conservative, and I want to make sure there's no confusion about that. I've known quite a few people who are Taurus, and none of the ones that I knew were socially conservative. They were conservative more in their style or opinions, and they had a very pragmatic view of reality. But they're not necessarily like social conservatives, so don't confuse the issue. A lot of them really appreciate art and music and things like that, so they can be quite creative. They're just traditional in their values materially. That's not to say that there aren't socially conservative Tauruses, but I just want people to understand that. So what can we expect when Jupiter moves into Taurus? Well, I've been thinking about this for a while, and to me, this trend seems a little bit counterintuitive. I read quite a bit about current affairs and the news, and there's quite a bit of concern about the economy. And we're dealing with all this inflation, of course. And there are huge issues in the housing market with housing affordability and so on. Jupiter is going to be moving into Taurus, which represents our second house, which, like I said, includes finances and real estate. And Jupiter tends to expand what it comes in contact with. So despite all of the concerns about the economy and the state of finances, we should see that the economy does quite well for the next year, despite all of the fears. I would expect to see the real estate market grow in value, that people will be more interested in investing in things like real estate and possibly other valuable assets like fine art, even things like gold and silver could go up because Taurus likes to actually hold things in their hands. They're not, like I said, abstract thinkers generally. It's only real to them if they possess it in their person. So they like objects that are of value. I would also expect that we will see a lot of interest in culinary arts, good quality food, maybe even traditional food to some degree, depending on your culture, good food, good wine, good enjoyment, good pleasure, that probably includes things like the theater or other forms of entertainment that are pleasing and enjoyable and relaxing. Taurus doesn't generally like to get stressed out. They want to be relaxed. Agriculture is another area that is featured here, and we're talking about natural things, Taurus being an earth sign ruled by Venus, things like natural beauty products, Taurus likes to invest in things. It's not a fast energy. That's one of the reasons they like real estate, because it'll appreciate in value steadily over a long period of time. So they are willing to invest and wait for that investment to grow. Generally, as far as society is concerned, 
the second house is really about, like I said, money and possessions and material property. So we should be seeing more people focusing on those kinds of issues or themes. Taurus definitely likes to make money, of course, because that's how you can acquire assets. And so we'll probably see a trend of people looking to figure out how they can make investments and enhance their portfolios and that kind of thing. I'll put on the screen a chart showing how Jupiter in Taurus will aspect the other signs. Everyone will benefit from this in some way. It depends on what house Taurus is in in your natal chart. And that is the area of life where you will likely see or experience a lot of expansion and growth and opportunities that just come your way. Jupiter is a very lucky influence. If you're a Taurus, generally this is a good year for you. The last time that Jupiter was in Taurus was 2011 and 2012. Jupiter will transit each sign roughly every 12 years. So if you're a Taurus, you want to take advantage of this year to grow and expand. The only thing to be careful about is that opportunities and growth may occur for you more easily than normal during this upcoming year. And you want to make sure that when Jupiter moves out of Taurus in 2024, that you haven't overextended yourself. Because in some ways, when Jupiter moves into Gemini, that influence will return to its more normal state. So reap what you can during this time, but don't overextend yourself with investments or expenses, or don't grow beyond your means, or expand too quickly, that kind of thing. Make sure that whatever seeds you plant now, in the next year, that you can maintain them in the future. And be discriminating about which opportunities you pursue, because you may get multiple opportunities, and the key is going to be picking the right ones that will last for the long term, ideally. I will now describe some of the positive aspects that Jupiter in Taurus will be making to other signs. This will apply if you have a sun in one of those signs or any other important planet or point. Most people will have planets or points in one of these four signs. So, for example, Jupiter trining your Mercury, or Jupiter trining your Venus, or your Moon. That's lovely. There are many possible combinations. Even if you don't have a planet or point in a specific house that is being positively aspected, by Jupiter, you can look to that house itself or its ruler as an area of life that will be highlighted or receiving beneficial energies through the period of this transit. While Jupiter is in Taurus, it will be sextiling Pisces and Cancer. That's nice. A sextile is a very supportive aspect. It requires a little bit of effort to materialize but that shouldn't be a problem. Jupiter will be trining Capricorn and Virgo, and that's an even better aspect. Things can come very easily without even trying sometimes. It's not all going to come at once. It'll occur over the year. But this is a great time for all those signs to be making progress. It's a growth cycle. 
So take advantage of it and be on the lookout for opportunities, sometimes that could even just magically fall into your lap. But like I said before, bear in mind that you've got a year of this more fortunate influence, and then things are going to kind of go back to normal. So these energies will not last forever. That's not to say that you can't put in place things now that are very beneficial for you in the long run. It's just that this lucky phase doesn't last forever. I'm just talking about Jupiter here, of course. There may be other transits going on in your own personal astrology chart that I don't know anything about. So we're just focusing on one aspect of the astrology here right now, and it's very general. So in terms of institutions, the banking sector should probably do very well. Wall Street, people who deal with money and currencies, there should be an uptick in industries like insurance and all manner of trade and commerce, as well as sales of luxury goods and items, or things that can hold their value. Farm and agricultural land would be another area that would increase in value. There may be an increase in demand for agricultural or rural properties, or places that are kind of bucolic and pastoral and natural for personal use or as an investment. Because a lot of people judge the government based on the economic conditions, it should favor those governments that are in power right now or during this period, because it's generally good times. There's a few notable transits during this period that I'll point out. This is just the major ones. Jupiter will square Pluto on May 17th of 2023. That's very soon. That's one day after Jupiter enters Taurus. Now that can really intensify and exaggerate the Pluto, which is retrograde at the very beginning of Aquarius. Very shortly thereafter, on May 20th, Mars will oppose Pluto exactly at the very beginning of Leo. So there is the potential for some rather noteworthy acts of violence to occur around this time, possibly involving powerful figures or authorities. So this ingress of Jupiter into Taurus could result in some fairly dramatic developments around that time. And it could be in the banking, finance, or stock market. We'll have to pay attention to see how that plays out. Generally, Jupiter transits are not negative, but like I said, they can amplify energies. And this is the first time that Pluto has been in Aquarius for a very long time, since 1799, or 223 years, in fact. So it'll be interesting to see what happens then. Pluto can manifest as the power players or power structures in the world, so that's a pretty interesting aspect. Then on June 1st of 2023, Jupiter will conjunct the North Node at 3 degrees of Taurus. The North Node will be leaving Taurus on July 17th, so it's just finishing its transit of Taurus. But the North Node can also have a very kind of expansive energy, and it can be a little bit wild at times. So when Jupiter conjuncts that North Node, that should be a very notable period where energies across the board are very amplified. And they will relate to Taurian themes, 
as I've already described. So that period and around then, I would think the energies will be very high and there could be dramatic events that occur around that time in those areas. And there could even be something that's fated or destiny about this period. Whatever comes up around then could be very important and mark some kind of a turning point or shifting point in the zeitgeist. On a higher level, Taurus also represents our values, the things that we appreciate and attribute meaning or significance to, what we desire, what we want, what we love in reality. So I will also be paying attention to that time frame because we could get a much clearer sense or understanding about what the meaning or purpose of the last while has been from the perspective of our expanding consciousness and gain more clarity and insight into where we are going, the direction we are heading or evolving towards. Then on April 20th of 2024, Jupiter will conjunct Uranus at late 21 degrees of Taurus or almost 22 degrees of Taurus. That should also be a very striking point in time. Uranus can manifest as sudden and dramatic events that are unexpected, unanticipated, and can even be shocking. And again, Jupiter, with that expansive energy combining with Uranus, could really bring about some events that are quite dramatic and sudden that, again, result in some kind of significant change of course or destiny that was unanticipated. Again, Jupiter's not negative. So don't think things like war, just think that there's a shift that occurs from a higher perspective that is surprising. By the way, Mercury will be direct in Taurus on May 14th at 11.17 p.m. Eastern Time. So I think that's the gist of it. I've made some changes on YouTube. If someone wants to donate a little money to help me buy some coffee or pay for some of my expenses, that would be appreciated. You can do that through YouTube now. If you've had a reading with me and you want an update, I can provide an update based on some of these transits or something else that you're dealing with that's very specific. You can provide me with a question and I will give you a recording based on that, so I'm doing it to make it fairly cost-effective for people who want to address very specific topics. Some of you may be interested in my energetic protection and clearing classes that also addresses karmic issues that can be very powerful in terms of making actual tangible shifts in your experience. Those are weekly classes. Some discipline is required. You need to perform certain practices for various periods of time. But like I said, you can get very tangible results. I'm very pragmatic with my spiritual work. I'll put links to all of this in the episode description, including if you're interested in a reading from me. You can support me by liking my videos, sharing, commenting helps as well, or providing links to other people who may be interested in this kind of information. Again, I thank Irish Granny Tarot very much for having me on her channel. There'll also be a link to that in the episode description. I look forward to your comments. Thanks for everything. Take care. All the best. And I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.